Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, it's all right to just have fun with it, you know? Have fun with the coming season because it could be fun even if it isn't what everyone would ultimately hope every season is. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. On Tuesday, the team will report to St. Vincent College. On Wednesday, 1.55 p.m., they'll take to Chuck Knoll Field for the first time in three years. And they'll do so with a lot of interesting pieces and maybe even more interesting combinations of pieces. But first and foremost, I really feel the need to remind of this constantly because I get this sense that there's just this negative aura about this team, at least from the public perception, at least from the expectations that are being put out there, not just the 7.5 over under on wins that I'm constantly referencing. I just mean people in general Uh, at the downtown HQ shop that DK Pittsburgh Sports has Gentleman walked in off the street yesterday. He sees me sitting in the window where I have a desk, and he just barks out for no reason. So, DK, is it really going to be that bad? (laughs) What do you mean, that bad? And I said, what happened to TJ Watt? They get rid of him? And he goes, what? I go, Minka Fitzpatrick, did they include him in that deal? How about Cam Hayward? Najee Harris, they dump him out of there, too? My God, people, as the cool kids like to say today, chill, you know, it's just not that dramatic. If you're heading into the 2022 season thinking to yourself, you know, if these guys don't win a Super Bowl, I'm out. I'm out. That's it for me. Then you're crazy. You just don't know anything at all about football. If you're heading into this season thinking, aha, this is the year that Tomlin will finally have his losing season and they'll get rid of him, then you're A, demented for following a sports franchise for a reason like that, and B, delusional if you think that Art Rooney would fire Mike Tomlin now or at any stage of our existence. But if you're following this team, on the other hand, 
from the perspective that, hey, here are a couple quarterbacks in camp. One of them was a number two overall just five years ago. Another one was a first rounder just a few weeks ago. That's neat. You know, that is a neat thing to have in front of you as a training camp, as a preseason, and of course, as a real season once it comes around. I am looking forward to, and I mean eagerly, Mitch Trubisky versus Kenny Pickett. I think this is going to be a blast. Maybe this predates some in the audience, but maybe it doesn't for others. But I remember what it was like when Ben Roethlisberger came on to replace Tommy Maddox. There was just this breath of fresh air that came with it. And remember that Maddox had served the Steelers pretty well, Tommy Gunn. He could throw the deep ball. And he was a good dude, good character, had done a little bit of winning. Some things had gone wrong, and that was what allowed the Steelers to be in the position to draft Ben. Ben didn't start right away, but when Ben did, it was like <sighs> everything was new. Everything was new. All things seemed possible. And when Ben goes out there in his first game and starts shaking off defenders and uh, tossing them to the side as if they were like paper airplanes being flicked at him, we all got really wound up. Why? Because we knew that everything that we were witnessing was just the beginning of something. I don't know if it'll be that much if it's Mitch, but it sure will be if it's Kenny. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. It's not just about the quarterbacks. Someday in the not-too-distant future, T.J. Watt's going to get fitted for a yellow jacket, and he's going to have earned it richly. He's going to be on his current trajectory, discussed, at least discussed, alongside Mean Joe Green for being one of the Steelers' great defenders ever. And this year, the year 2022, will present another year of TJ's prime. He was just a finalist. And then he won DPOY. That's his prime. Those are the years on the back of someone's card that you circle and say, this was their time. This was their era. This is when they were at their best. You don't hang your head as a fan walking into that setting. You just don't. Minka Fitzpatrick, fresh off a new contract, probably got under lucky, if that's even a term, when it comes to his takeaways in 2021, but also he was forced up to the line of scrimmage, et cetera, et cetera. Minka can get right back on his own horse and his own trajectory toward becoming one of the better safeties the Steelers have had. 
I have no idea what qualifies for a prime when it comes to Cam Hayward, since he keeps redefining that. But since Cam just literally keeps getting better with every passing year, I guess it's now reasonable to expect that 2022 is going to be the best year of a 33-year-old All-Pro's career, right? Fair to say, whatever. The defense is going to be significantly better as a collective. I think we can agree on that much. We could probably agree that the same is true of the offense. Who knows what their trajectory can be for Najee Harris? We've yet to see him in the National Football League behind a National Football League line. I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that because it's true. I almost can't picture what Najee will be like within a, hopefully, ideally, effective, unpredictable offense that operates behind an honest to Marquise real line. I, me, I'm not going to focus that much on their record. And if that sounds, um, I, I don't know, a little too idealistic, so be it. I don't see this team as contending for something. I really don't. I think they can get into the playoffs, and anybody who gets into the playoffs at least should have a chance to win a playoff game. I'm not going to push it beyond that. I'd much rather see this team show continued greatness from its great players while also demonstrating a very real, a very tangible leap forward for several members of that offense when we come back j1q with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. It's time for... Just one question, and that's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garvin, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp and medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers, capital S, capital L, for the past 15 years. And yes, that is a real thing. The super lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's J1Q comes from Clint Novak, who asks, what's your most memorable Steelers game that you've been in live attendance for? I'm not sure what you mean by live attendance, Clint. If you're defining that between before I was reporting or after I was reporting, or if you mean just that I was literally there in any capacity at all. But I'm going to go ahead and put my own category on it and say that it's for games that I've covered, meaning professionally. And I've got a long list 
<laughs> you can imagine because I covered Jerome Bettis trucking Brian Erlacher. And I remember the snow coming down on Heinz Field that day and the incredible impact that that had viscerally on everyone, all of us who were in there, whether it was fans or whether it was reporters, none of us will forget that. So I would consider that to be memorable. I remember a lot of games inside this division, notably against Baltimore and Cincinnati, notably in Baltimore and Cincinnati. I remember the game against the Ravens where A.B. stuck the football out over the goal line. I remember Joey Porter coming out as a coach and rattling the Bengals and their lunkheads enough to sustain a drive and allow the Steelers to take the most unlikely of victories. I've done a Super Bowl involving the Steelers, that being the one where they lost to the Packers. I've done losses that were just as memorable in their own way, none more so than the one in London to the Vikings. Not only did it feel totally bizarre seeing the team on the other side of the planet, you know, a Pittsburgh team playing way over there, but to go over there at 0-3 and then to lose to another 0-3 team and to see all those terrific players that that team had looking not just crushed, but shocked in that locker room. Definitely won't forget that. But, I mean, I don't have another way to answer this question without just being totally honest with you. When you're talking about memorable, um, in the most literal sense, meaning something that you couldn't ever forget, that doesn't have to be a, a good thing. Uh, memorable isn't always positive. Memorable can mean, you know, you just are stuck with the memory. And that's where the Ryan Shazier game uh, will always be for me. Uh, probably with anything that I cover in any sport. Uh, I've never been moved by anything quite like uh, that scene that was out there and then that scene in the locker room afterward and, you know, having to hear what these players were saying, having to see the raw emotion in Mike Tomlin's face. Nobody needs me to relive this again, but you asked the question. Uh, and the Ryan Chazier game will always, I hope, be at the top of any such list. I appreciate the question, Clint. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers, not just today, but throughout this whole crazy dry spell. No football news, no football moves, nothing, nothing to talk about. And we still kept talking and still kept communicating somehow. I want you to know that that's appreciated. It, it really is. Until next week when it finally gets real again. 